Hey guys, this is Coco. If you're anything like me, taking care of your hair is very important. I recently started using a new hair care line called 312 Essentials. It is plant-based. There are no harsh chemicals and it stimulates growth. And as I mentioned, I just started using it, but it brought so much moisture back into my hair. My curls were popping after I used the Moisture Plus shampoo and conditioner plus the Healthy Hair Oil. Go check out 312essentials.com and use promo code SHOP312 and get 20% off of your first order. This is not something you want to sleep on. So go ahead, check it out, and do something nice for your hair. What's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kikian with Coco. Um, if you are new to the show, let me just tell you a little bit about it. Basically, my friends come on the show and we kiki about whatever the topic of the episode is. Um, and we talk about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. Um, a lot of the stuff that we cover is definitely stuff that's going on in the media right now. It's stuff that you can relate to. So, you know, get your people, get your girls, get your guys, you know, get y'all drinks and let's get into it. So this week I have with me Tiara. Tiara is like a jack of all trades and <laughs> she does hair, you know, she do makeup she is she does a lot of things beauty but as a woman i think she was good to have on her show this week to just discuss the stuff that's going on in the media as far as you know being able to speak about how black women are not protected in our society and yeah so that's why she's here um tiara you want to go ahead and introduce yourself i know i gave them like a quick gist of what you do but just kind of like tell them a little bit more about yourself okay so my name is tiara um, my handle on instagram is tiara underscore judith um like crystal said i am um a hairstylist and i do makeup for myself i don't really do makeup for everybody else just yet and then um yeah i'm very passionate about black issues and especially black women issues so that's why i'm here to discuss this topic with and thank you for having me yes thank you for being on the show and so she is somebody that when i come to the city and she can get out she comes turn up because okay we come to turn up <laughs> her her sister is actually andrea who is my best friend who's been on the show before so it's kind of like, it's three of them and they like the best of friends and they all a good time. So the link up is always popping. Yeah. Um, we always say like our, our sister friends are our friends also. So exactly. So, that's why I it. so I love hanging out with them. They like a good time. And that's the thing about having siblings when y'all so close in ages because mm -hmm. y'all do hang out with the same people and just enjoy doing the same stuff. Yeah, it's 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 like priceless. The bond is priceless. Definitely. So um we gonna go ahead and kick this episode off with our drink with cocoa. 
And I know when I asked Tia, did she have like a recommendation? She like, you know, I drink my liquor straight. Let me get some <laughs> tequila with a lime. But uh, I'm like, okay, girl. So what you drinking when you go to brunch? <laughs> <laughs> so she said a peach Bellini. And I think mm-hmm. we can all say we like a good Bellini when we at brunch or whatever. If you're not drinking a mimosa. Yeah. Um, so I I really like Bellinis. Like they sweet and they just it's just goodness. Mm-hmm. The peaches with the prosecco is just it just be right. I love it. Exactly. So of course I'm gonna give y'all the recipe to it. So you want to do like three ounces of frozen, or you could do fresh sliced pieces peaches if you fancy. Get you some peach schnapps. Um. A half a cup of champagne, because that's going to be the majority of your drink right there, or Prosecco. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You want some, like, sweet and sour mix, grenadine syrup, and simple syrup, and some ice cubes. If, like, especially if you're doing, like, fresh peaches, you want to be able to make it, like, the frozen drink. So the ice cubes are a necessity. So go ahead, try out this peach Bellini at home. You know, have you a sit down with your girls, y'all hanging out, y'all some Bellinis. Um, And that is going to wrap it up for the Drink With Coco. And we're going to move into the word on the street. And so this week, the word on the street is, I mean, it's so much stuff going on in the media right now. But I thought it was important to talk about the stuff that's going on with Ellen DeGeneres and the discrimination and sexual harassment claims that are being put out into the media right now. And I guess the shocking part about it is that Ellen, you know, she is this nice person. She want to do nice things for people. So you would think that she would create like a safe work environment for her employees. Yeah, you would. That's something that you would think. And, you know, sometimes when you think of Ellen, you think that she's somebody who is for the people. You know, she represents the LGBTQ community. Um, you know, she's sensitive to needs of other demographics of people. So you would think that that's something that she would ha- you wouldn't have to worry about when working with her. Any form of discrimination or harassment. Exactly. And so some of the claims that's being thrown out there is pretty much... Um, like she knows that these things are going on and she's not or has not done anything about it. And one thing I know for sure is, I mean, you can't stop every instance of bad behavior, but if you set the precedence from the top down that this is not going to be allowed, like people will be more apt to not do it if they really care about their job. Because to me, all of these claims are you know, terms for deter- uh, extermination from your job. Yeah, termination for sure. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, I mean, it, it's it's as simple as having a zero, zero tolerance policy when it comes to things like that. And, you know, that's, you let these people know when they enter into this position, we have a zero tolerance policy for discrimination, harassment, sexual harassment. And that's the end of that. It's cut and dry. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when every, when people are not being and it's not like of course you don't want to be micromanaged but it's like when you're not really able to pay attention to everything then some things will fall to the wayside but I feel like that's something that should not 
like I just feel like that's something that shouldn't fall to the wayside at all. It definitely shouldn't. Like I think people should be able to come to work and feel safe or know that somebody is going to take up for them if they bring <laughs> allegations of certain behaviors happening. So, right. Yeah. So I think for, and then also when you start a job, don't they make you like sign some type of paperwork saying that you agree to the terms as far as like the zero tolerance policy of mm-hmm. and all that stuff? Yep. So, and I, that's definitely grounds for termination. Like if you sign this, this paperwork upon receiving this job and then you violate it, then you violated a part of your contract. Yeah, that's a violation of the contract and that's terms for termination. That's grounds for termination. So, or at least some type of reprimand. So I don't understand. um, Yeah, I don't, I just, it's unfortunate, but it's, I don't want to say that I'm not shocked but I'm not like, I don't want to be like, Oh, I expected this. I didn't expect this, but I'm not surprised because it's just, you know, this is the way of this country. (laughs) Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And then I guess in response to everything that's going on, she's saying that she wants to just end the show altogether because she feels that it's, ruining her brand or she won't be able to recover from the allegations that's going on and it's just like regardless of if you end the show or you keep going I feel like unless you take an actual stance and say these are the steps that we are taking to correct this issue like Mm -hmm. your brand is going to be tarnished regardless yeah if she don't if she does not speak up against what's what what's being said about her like to make it known that this is not something that she is okay with yeah her brand is going to be tarnished for sure yeah like ending the show is not going to keep your brand from being tarnished like and your people should definitely be telling you like okay of course we have to make public statements you know but we also need to make a way to correct the the issues that have been going on and ultimately, that's you need to be setting up some. Well, the investigation is already going, but basically, like you need to be removing some people in the process of this investigation being mm-hmm. being done. And just like everything is going on with the Harvey Weinstein situation and the Bill Cosby situation, like mm-hmm. you need to be putting these people on blast. So, and I'm not really familiar with exactly what happened, but was it her? Was she specifically involved in uh, mistreatment or was it like people within her organization? No, they're saying, they're saying it's people within the organization. Oh, yeah. So I definitely think that she need to make some public corrections in order to, you know, maintain the image that her brand represents. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people, of course, they're never going to get over it. Like, that's not nothing. That's not nothing that you can just walk easily give forgive or walk away from. Like, mm-hmm. Now, what I'm saying, her doing this is not going to uh, remove the situation that happened or remove the emotional damage that is created for some of these people. But mm-hmm. it can at least show them that she does care and that... Um, you know, maybe she, like, I, and myself being in a leadership position, you know, just wanting to 
wanting the people that work for me um just do the right thing and maybe that's what she was anticipating but you are like you just still need to be aware you Mm -hmm. know and maybe just be like you know this was a wake-up call that I need to be more involved with what's going on within the organization right because being like I don't know is not it's not okay it's not a good enough response yeah it's like and then the allegations like they're not no light allegations like no they saying that you know they was uninformed of their payments pay status or employment status like that's not cool people have to live especially during these times mm-hmm. so and then if it's only a particular group of people that experience this you know that makes it even worse exactly so um and i and i feel like maybe her statement should have been you know, I'm not, you know, unfortunately, I have not been as involved. And so I take responsibility for, you know, my employees may be feeling like I didn't stop this behavior. But now that I am aware of it, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to take steps to remove these individuals and in the future, mitigate these things from happening. Mm. She need me as a publicist, child. Basically. Because I think that was good. Mm-hmm. That was that was a statement right there. Exactly. So that was a statement right there. Ellen, do better, girl. I, yeah, I, she got to do better. And I feel like, especially being a part of the LGBTQ community, you should understand how discrimination makes people feel. She should, and um, that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah, like be accountable for your actions and you know take the steps to do better and be better exactly and i feel like she's trying to find a scapegoat well i'm just gonna quit my show no you need to address the issue and you need to rectify it like quitting your show is not gonna change anything exactly because what what can possibly happen is she'll quit that show and she'll go to a different platform or she'll start you know something new and bring in the same people and it'll be the same thing all over again no exactly Cause she had, I feel like she had a talk show back in the nineties. Yeah, I think she did. I don't know what happened to that talk show, but then she popped back in the two thousands with another talk show. Talk show. So just like you said, well, maybe you know, she was a host of some show. I would have to look that up because I'm not for sure. I really think she had a TV show back in the nineties, if I recall. And I don't know what happened to that show. And I feel like she disappeared for a little bit and then popped up with another the sh- the current show that she has mm-hmm. and it has done really well because it's been going on for 17 years yeah i mean she she is a comedian so that would she yeah. always you know she's an actor actress mm-hmm. but mm, yeah. but yeah she i mean she want to quit this show and maybe in a couple years when she think everybody done forgot she want to pop up with a new show on another network so, mm-hmm. um, Ellen, just do better. <laughs> take that's take accountability. That's just yeah. take accountability and be better. Learn yeah, from this, and be better. This, this, this mistake and be better. Mm-hmm. Not That's not saying that, uh, you know, like, it's cool. It's not cool. No. Especially if these were people of color. Let me just say, you know, I feel like if they people of color, I really feel a way. Not saying that I wouldn't care if it was any other type of people, but you know, it just hit a little, little closer to home for me. Yeah, if it's oh, people yeah. of color for sure. Yeah. 
So definitely do better, Ellen. And mm-hmm. on to better things, we have Marseille Martin, who has also landed a new talk show. Um, it's going to be called The Tiny Talk Show. And basically, I really think like as a young black girl, she is doing, she is portraying black people in a more positive light than, you know, a lot of, you know, black females do as far as like the Instagram models or whatever. um, I think she is very positive and I honestly hate that. Sometimes, you know, you read the comments when you're on Instagram or whatever, and people will make comments like, this is a child. Regardless of how often you see her on TV or that right. she even has an Instagram pl- platform, this is a child. Like, yeah, child. why are you going in on this girl? Mm-hmm. You know, people, they just have their own insecurities that they are dealing with, and they are so happy to project it onto other people. I like when I tell you I am so excited about this little show and whatever else this girl has planned because everything she's done has been great. Mm-hmm. So far, like I just feel like she got her a good good support system, a good little everybody who working up under her brand. Mm-hmm. They on point because she's doing really good things, and I'm excited to see this show. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's unfortunate that people even feel the need to come with some negativity about. A child. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think, um, you know, her parents are definitely, you know, leading her, steering her in the right direction mm-hmm. as far as just being a productive Black woman in this society. Right. And, you know, even though her, like, she started out, you know, on a, TV, a comedic television show, it's like she's showing you that she's more than just the comedic relief, you know? Right, right. Um, so I definitely cannot wait to see this show when it comes out. I think it's going to be really good to see her in a see her, I guess, outside of her acting role and being more right. of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so, more intimate. Yeah, because she says it's going to be like an intimate setting. Yeah, a small scale show. This grand production or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that's good for her just starting out. Yeah, I think it's good. This is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and bringing uh, voice to certain subjects in, you know, that's going on, whether it be stuff. I I think a lot of it is going to hit on, like, important stuff that we need to talk about, but it's coming from... A younger person right so it, it gives a lot of people a younger point of view mm-hmm. especially people like older than us older than you know her if yeah. they plan on watching which i think they should yeah. but it is good to get a younger person's point of view on a lot of issues and i hope she do touch some tough issues some you know lighter issues just keep it broad not just yeah. focus on one thing mm-hmm I think that's going to be uh, super awesome for her. And mm-hmm. outside of this TV show, the talk show, the Black-ish, I really cannot wait to see what other great things that she does. Right. Um, and, and I can honestly say, I think the kids that are in the media now, I think they're doing a better, I think their parents are doing a better job at 
um, raising more socially aware children versus mm-hmm. we just we act and we young and we rich and we got money. Right. I feel like these this younger generation of people like they really pay attention to the things that are going on in the world. Like you said, they're more socially conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely pay more attention to mental health than our predecessors. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's it's just. I'm I'm excited about this new generation of kids because, yeah, it's some wild ones, but we also have some very promising people coming up and yeah. coming into the industry, um, just all all over the place doing great things. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about what she's doing. Exactly same. And so we gonna go ahead and take a little break before we move into the hot cup of cocoa. Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by It's Untamed Beauty. What is It's Untamed Beauty? It is a lifestyle. It is about sexuality, self-love, self-care, good vibes, energy cleansing. That is everything in one place. You got waist beads, crystals, sage, everything that just make positive stuff happen. So go to itsuntamedbeauty.com. Use Coco10 to receive 10% off of your entire order. And I love my waist beads. I love being able to live in a positive space because I use my sage and crystals to, you know, manifest the things I want in my life. So Go ahead, Coco10, it's untamedbeauty.com. All right, guys, so we are back, and we are this week's hot cup of cocoa. We are talking about how basically Black women are not protected. Um, There have been a few instances as of recently where I feel that Black women have just not been paid enough attention to and just bring light that certain situations happen to us and it's kind of overlooked. And then when things happen on the back end of it, it's like, oh, well, we didn't realize. And it's just like, well, this person has been saying certain things and you've been ignoring it. Right. Um, and so the first instance that I want to bring up, um, honestly, I am not a fan of Tamar Braxton, but I feel like my perception of her has definitely been steered from the TV show, The Braxton Family Values. And honestly, I have not watched it in years, but when it initially started, I did watch it. Um, And I was not a fan of Tamar. I feel like she was portrayed as a a very selfish person. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, yes, all about me. And, you know, but there are other siblings on this show who basically feels like she treats them, you know, certain kind of ways when in actuality, you only getting like a snippet of what is happening in their family. So let me let me tell you what I think about Tamar because I'm not really a huge fan of hers either. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you good. But 
I'm not a huge fan of hers either, but I watched the episode of the Braxtons when she was talking about being removed from the real. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way she broke down, like, I just felt like she really was really hurt and she was a fragile person. And I feel like because she is so fragile on the inside, she put up this big block. And that's what makes people think that she just a real selfish, it's all about me. Like, that's part of her wall that she put up to protect her fragile self. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Like, she broke down on that episode I was watching, and Tony was there, you know, like, consoling her. But I'm like, this girl really broke down and was crying about being removed from that show. Because mm-hmm. she was just feel like she felt betrayed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. But this suicidal is, is, is just, it's a, like, we really, and I'm just saying us as a society, like, we really have so much work to do when it comes to mental health. Mm. Like, we are doing good things, but it's so much more work that we have to do. Definitely. Because so many people suffer in silence, and it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And so, if if you guys haven't picked up or have seen in the media Tamar recently tried to co- to to commit suicide, um, basically because how she is being portrayed in the media has affected her mental health in such a way that she has requested that the network that she is on uh, remove her from her contract or what have you because they've not been listening to her over the years, and so she wrote them this letter basically saying like I've requested on numerous of, of, of occasions to not be portrayed as the villain on the show and you all continuously do it. And now I'm just really fed up and I'd like to be removed from the contract, but mm-hmm. they ignored her. And as Tierra mentioned, you know, um, it seems like she has, she's in a very fragile, she's a fragile person to begin with. And so when you being viewed as something that you know you aren't, it can mm-hmm. play a play on your mental health um, if you're already in a fragile state. And because of this, it caused her to try and, you know, harm herself. Um, and I feel like it's definitely unfortunate that she got to that point because she is a mother. You know, Mm -hmm. or before anything else, she's a mother and has a child that needs her. And so it's just like, you know, as a black woman, I can, as a woman in general, I can sympathize with her and feeling like no one is listening to you. Yeah. And then for her to be a mother and to feel like she want to kill her, wants to, you know, commit suicide. Um, And I'm not saying that all mothers are so like they have that motherly sense about them that they just would never do anything to harm their children. Mm -hmm. But I I just feel like for her to get to the point where she wants to commit suicide and being a mother, she had to really be struggling. Yeah. Because it's, that's not something you just come to lightly when you know you have a child Mm -hmm. that is dependent on you. That's not something you just come to lightly. Like, Oh, I'm just going to kill myself. I mean, some people may, but I just don't see that from her yeah like from from seeing her and then she has been through a lot over the years divorce and like you said the way she portrayed on the show like that would that starts to tear down on a person mm-hmm. and, and it takes a toll on you yeah since since she has you know 
committed the since she has initiated the act i guess you could say i don't want to say like you know since she initiated the act of trying to hurt herself um the network did release her from the contract um but i hate that it had to come at the cost of her trying to hurt herself right so that so that that brings me with another question like did she try to hurt herself so that she can get out of that contract or was she really dealing with something and i'm not being insensitive to people with mental health um issues or people who feel suicidal but it's just like i wonder yeah that's all it's just something that comes to mind now yeah. of course i'm i'm very sympathetic to her needs because she is dealt she's struggling mm-hmm. but it just makes you think and then on top of that why did it take a, like these people really don't care about us like they care about the money and that's it yeah and i'm not saying us it's just black people i'm saying people in general like these companies and corporations, they really do not care. They just care about their bottom line. No, and I feel like that's also in addition to like every like the US opening up with the um with COVID being so bad. Yeah. You're opening up because you're saying the economy is suffering. Oh, so the rich people can't get richer? Mm-hmm. Cause that's the only people that is assisting and not saying that they don't need to open the country back up, but I'm just take 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 it slow. And so COVID nine, you know, coronavirus. That's something. It's it's just like the flu. It's gonna be here. It's not going anywhere. Yep. So it's like we have to learn to live with it. And you know, I just got an email from my son's school. They're trying to figure out how these kids going back to school, and it's frustrating. But you still have to be able to live some type of normalcy, mm-hmm. not what we had before. And understand that yes this disease is out here it's real but you still have to live yeah and i'm I'm okay with saying like you know we need to figure out a way to live but then i also think that's where we need to take accountability and do our part to try and keep the you know keep it from spreading Mm -hmm. so when i see people on social media just out and about don't have no mask on or people even complaining that they have to wear a mask. It's just like, we're never going to be able to get back to a place of normalcy because we can't do what we we supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah, it's like, that, it's, wearing a mask is not the end of the world. It's really not. It's not. Like, like yeah, it may be tough yeah. to walk and breathe or whatever, but I would rather have a few minutes of being like, Ooh, I'm tired. Then be sitting up in somebody's hospital on my deathbed. Mm-hmm. And people are really making it out to be worse than what it is. And I, you know, I feel like they are getting better with the trying to, you know, figure out ways to treat the virus. Because you, I feel like we haven't heard of as many deaths as as it was in the beginning. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's it's getting better, but it's something that we're gonna have always. So like with with someone dealing, you know, with us dealing with these type of things, that plays a part in your mental health as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, for so long people were quarantined, stuck in the house, like literally can't go anywhere, yeah. especially in certain states. So it's like that that plays a big part. And then we don't know what Tamar was dealing with. She probably was watching TV and watching herself and really was not happy with what she saw. 
Yeah. Because she know this is not she knows this is not the person that she is. Right. So being in the house having to watch it and then she like, nah, look, y'all gotta yeah, we gotta make some changes. And right. people don't want to change. They don't want things to change when it's making them so much money. Or they feel like it's going good right like this. We don't really need to change it, but it needs to be changed because it's affecting me in a negative way. Yeah. And I I definitely feel like if I'm voicing my feelings to you and I'm making you money, you should want to keep me happy. I, I, I swear to me, that's what makes sense. Yeah. Like, okay, like I think y'all could still make money off of this brand if y'all didn't portray her as the villain. Because especially for the people y'all already got that are fans of the show, they want to support regardless. Right. Because I feel like it's so many. If you're a true fan. Yeah, if you're a true fan, fan, because I know I'm a fan of the Housewives of Atlanta. And Nene is probably, could be one of the nicest people ever. But how they portray her on the show, you don't see that. Well, I don't, I don't have an issue. I know people say they don't like Nene. Nene don't bother me. It's that Kenya that bother me. Nene don't bother me either. I can't stand <laughs> Kenya. Kenya get on my nerves. I cannot stand Kenya. Like, I'm just like. Because I feel like she really be trying to play the victim. She really tries to play the victim, but she is so evil. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, stuff to people. And then she try to flip it and play the victim and they fall for it. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Oh. It's unfortunate. And and it does have a lot to do with us being black women. And, you know, they feel like we just, we, we can take anything, any type of pain, and we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And that's not that comes with mental health also. Like, it's not right. It's it's just not right. Like I hate, I hate, I hate that it's this way. Mm-hmm. I think now it's becoming more of a conversation that black women are putting it out there that, you know, I have feelings and these things hurt me. But I think for so long we've had to be strong. Mm-hmm because of circumstances that this is why everybody outside of black women think that we can just take whatever. Right. And you know, we are still women. Like at the end of the day, we are still women. We want to be able to be vulnerable. We want to be able to be soft. Like we don't want to have to be strong all the time. It's exhausting. Yeah, definitely. And it takes a toll on your mental health. Mm -hmm. It does. It, it definitely does. And so I can definitely sympathize with Tamar if that's what she, you know, if that's how all of this, you know, played out with her mental health that, you know, she just didn't like how she was being portrayed and not being listened to. Like, it's, I think it's a, I mean, it's not a natural reaction to try and hurt yourself, but I think the concept of maybe your mental health deteriorating is a normal right yeah so my prayers go out to her and I definitely hope that you know she can overcome this situation and um you know her I think she because she does have a show that is airing on the network still I think it's called get your life and I'm not exactly for certain what it's going to be about, but is that the one? So that's not the one with the hairstylist. I don't know, cause she have one with like she, you know, um, 
confronting bad hairstylists, but I that's the only show that I heard of her recently. Yeah. And that and I, I haven't mean, even that had a chance sounds, to watch it. I mean, that sounds about I think from what you saying and the title of the show, I mean it don't sound far fetched if that's what it is. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's not called Get Your Life though. It's oh. not called. Well, she does have a show that's coming out. It's called. Oh, you, huh? You know what? I do wonder. Um, what? What? What caused this lady to um shave her head? Like, was she sick? Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I always wondered that. Like, what caused her to shave her hair? Which there's nothing wrong with shaving your hair, but I just wanted to know, like, what happened to her? I think she was just dealing with some mental health issues. Probably so. Right, so this has been a long time coming. This is not nothing that just started happening. Yeah, no, I I definitely think this is something that has built up to what what happened. Mm-hmm. For sure. But um, yeah, so we well, yeah, to catch a beautician. That's the name of. Huh. The other one is to catch a beautician. To catch a beautician. <laughs> yeah. That's oh my god, I think I'm gonna watch it, but I haven't had a chance to watch it. <laughs> But um, yeah, I might have to start watching that show or whatever because it sounds like it would be funny. Yeah, um, yeah, it does sound real funny. Mm-hmm. And then next, so this the next topic or like a continuance of black women not being listened to. Um, there was a girl maybe about a week or two ago named Gloria Bambo, and she's a black woman. And it was in Texas that this happened, McKinney, Texas. And she, I guess her roommate found her hanging in their garage or whatever. Um, from what he's saying, he found her that way. And reports are saying that um, it's being, the initial investigation is ruling it as a suicide. And they are, I guess, further in the investigation to verify if there was any foul play. Mm-hmm. Um, and But outside of the roommate, no other family or friends have come forward and said how her mental health was prior to the incident happening. But the roommate is saying that she was, that she was bipolar, I guess, prior to, prior to her being found hung Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that being I'm I'm not saying you can't commit suicide by hanging because there are people that do it Mm -hmm. but I would definitely with this situation like for them to really do an in-depth investigation because I would hate for this to be ruled as a suicide when in actuality it could have been a um you know, some someone actually did this to her. Um, so I would definitely like to see more information being put out about this case. Um, and I don't want them to just leave it as it's a suicide. Like, definitely, because once the investigation is complete, you can say what has been done during the investigation to, to say what was done to you know, say what the ruling is or whatever. But right. I, I definitely want to see more than just the initial investigation to say, like, I need to hear some medical reports, 
saying when this person was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. You know, like I, I really want to understand how this led to this. So they, they said this girl was missing. She went missing for, she was missing July 9th. That's when she was first reported missing. So she probably was missing before then. Right. And they didn't find her until July 12th. And how did her roommate not know that she was in the garage? Like For three days. This, this to me is definitely not a suicide case. I don't care what nobody say. I'm not an expert, but to me, it's not suicide. Like this, this has happened plenty of times. Like people, black people are being lynched by white people, by mm-hmm. racist white people, should I say. It's not like, this is not news. This is news, but this is not news. Like we know that black people are being lynched by white, racist white people. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that black women are oftentimes you know disregarded by so many other groups of people so her being missing for all those days like look how many black women we have missing even in our like in chicago it's so many black women and black girls missing and nobody really caring about it yeah so it's, it's it's like i feel like if somebody was really investigating and trying to find this girl they would know that she was murdered I, you cannot tell me that this girl committed suicide i, yeah. I don't believe it I mean, until, from, until definitely we get some real from, medical evidence, I do not believe. Yeah, like I definitely feel that. That's why I said I need an in-depth investigation report um, when it's all said and done. And because I, I personally don't believe it was just a suicide attempt, especially saying that she was, um, she had been reported missing three days prior. And yeah. if she was just in the garage, why are you just not seeing her three days later? I mean, have we seen, like, are there pictures of her hanging in that garage? Well, like, I, I, this is unbelievable. I haven't seen anything, honestly, yeah. um, right. that would say otherwise. Yeah, I don't think she, um, I don't think this girl killed herself. I do not. This makes me think about that um, story of that lady uh, who was found dead in, te- in Georgia, Tamala mm-hmm. H- Harsford. Mm-hmm. Have you heard? So what happened is she went to her friend's house for a sleepover. This a, she like a mother of five. Mm-hmm. And she was black. Everybody oh, like, yeah. all, mm-hmm. all the women was white. And the next day this lady was found dead in the on the back porch or something or in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. And they just like, uh, it, it, that's it like we haven't heard nothing else I'm like what they killed this lady mm-hmm. yeah I yeah that story was crazy like it was so bizarre mm-hmm. and the fact that they have not even like really been trying to investigate this and it happened like a year ago almost a year I think and it's just now coming to the media girl no this happened in 2018 too long ago too long ago so that's what I mean, how black women just, and, and it's just like, we really got to be, we got to take care of us better. Yeah. We really got to take care of us better because I, it's no way, like, I wouldn't have been, I'd have been like, you going to go with all these white people to this, to, to a sleepover? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'm not that trusting in, in, in other people. I'm not that trusting in, like, black people who don't like me, so... I feel like some white people, they might kill me. And that's not to say that all white people are like that, because I'm not, I don't think that, but it's just, you I definitely be just move a little bit more cautiously. 
I feel like it's us. We definitely have to move more cautiously because everything that's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Like especially that's this in 2020, we have seen it all. Like everything mm-hmm. that's happening, we we gotta look who we have in the office. Yep. <laughs> Supporting like, all this. I somewhere, I definitely drop a pin. You know, I try yeah. to tell my friends what I'm wearing. So mm-hmm. they can be like, well, what does she have on? This I send pictures. You know, I'm giving names. This is who I'm with. Right. And you have to do that. And that it just makes you think about how your parents used to be like, well, who you going with? And you'd be like, I don't want to tell. Why are they asking all these questions? No, it's necessary. It's now you necessary. know. Yep. It's for a reason. But as a child, you don't be thinking like that. You be no, like, you're not I'm like just that. trying to hang out with my friends. Yeah, that's all you thinking. Yeah, no, it's it's for your safety. Mm-hmm. It's for your whole safety. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, like all all of these black people are disappearing. Do you watch the show? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, on the show, or whatever that girl is missing, and nobody outside of her family and like the people who know her are looking for her, and right. kind of just like. You know, if something turned up, something turned up. So did you watch the last, uh, I watched the, the episode that came out today, so we're not going to discuss that one, but did you watch the last, last week episode? Yes, girl. I ain't seen today's episode. I did see yesterday's episode and I'm just like, <gasps> what? What like, irritated what? me is when she got up out that building, why this girl didn't take off running? You a Right. Like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, no, bitch, don't worry about no right. fresh air. Run. The she got out there, I'm like, run. Like what? You run. This is what yeah. you do. You fast, girl. Get going. Yeah, I'm like you a track star, girl. Get the get the feet to moving. I, and I'm just like, didn't she hear him coming down? She he was upstairs running all up and through that house. She heard him when she was trying to get up out of there. So you know he was coming, girl. Yeah, like he got a camera, girl. He seen you escape. That had made me upset. I was upset at that. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm like. Girl, why? No, this is not how you do this. Mm-hmm. This is not what you do. But yeah, like the only people looking for this girl is her family and friends. And then on top of that, like when her mother and them went to go view that body of that other girl, who was looking for her? Right. It's just like nobody really looking. And they only got the tip. They only got the tip because oh boy went and harassed that one dude. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with stuff like that, the people don't care enough because we don't care enough. It's like we got to put some more effort into finding people when they miss it or paying attention, especially to black women, paying attention to black women when they are going through something or struggling with something or dealing with something because we we can't be strong all the time. We cannot. Mm-hmm. Like we are human people, we cannot be strong all the time. It's not biologically possible. So yeah, it is it, definitely not. Um, which also, I, I feel like it's so many ways you can go with this conversation about how Black women are not listened to. Um, I know that I've I've heard women say, you know, I was experiencing pain during my pregnancy like while I was in labor or whatever and the doctor wasn't listening to me like I could have died if this didn't happen or you know and I just think um 
the the stigma that you know black women can't endure more pain than other women i i just don't understand where they got this concept from because pain is pain yeah pain is pain but we we all know this stuff dates back to slavery time mm-hmm. so it, it definitely has to do with you know especially women slaves not wanting to show any type of pain or weakness because we don't want the master taking anything from us that they didn't already took from us yeah so it's like you just want to be strong you want to tell your girls don't be weak don't be strong because they'll take you from your people and put you where they want to put you yeah so it's it's unfortunate but it does it it and especially in the medical field, like they really do not take us seriously. And it, it bothers me because I work in the med- medical field to an extent. And it's like, I have seen it happen. And it's not just, sometimes it's us. Sometimes we do this to each other too. Mm-hmm. But I have, I have experienced the racism. I have experienced doctors not believing the pain that I'm in. And thinking that I'm drug seeking or something, and it's like, no, I'm really in pain. I would like to get the root to the root of my pain. I don't want any drugs. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, I, like I understand, like you know, there needs to be precautions when you're giving out narcotics or whatever. But it's like, look at my medical history. Mm-hmm. You know that I'm not a drug user. You know, right. what I mean? like, come on, like be real there are other things you can do before you start judging me based off what based i off of, and just like i was telling you before about when i went to the hospital and i had four migraines i went in for migraines and the lady gave me medication that made me loopy and i heard her she was a white lady telling another doctor yeah, she just faked the migraine so she could come in here because she's drug seeking. And I'm like, I didn't, I never not once asked this lady for drugs. Like mm-hmm. I told them, like I have been given drugs and they have not helped me. So I don't even want that. Yeah. So it's just like, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that we have to go through these things, but we have to start standing up for each other. And I feel like there are other like black medical professionals, even other race of medical professionals who don't feel the same way, like they need to be calling those people out on mm-hmm. their BS. Like, why would you do this to somebody just based off of their race? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not cool. Cause people die behind that stuff. People die behind not being believed, not understanding that we experience pain the same way everybody else do. Mm-hmm. Cause the um that's what um Serena Williams was saying that when she was in labor, like I guess she would I I don't know what exactly the issue was, but she was basically saying like he I'm assuming felt some type of pain and was in the doctor and almost bled out. Mm-hmm. And, and go ahead. No, you can go ahead. I'm just listening. And so I think like just hearing that from somebody and especially somebody of her stature, it's like saying even regardless of what your stature or position is, hierarchy is in this social climate, if you black, you don't matter. Mm-hmm. And that's not right. Mm-mm. And that's like that lady Kyra Johnson when, when she died in the hospital in L.A. And this was her second child. 
and uh, I, I do feel like it has to do with her husband not really speaking up for her. That's another thing. Like when we as black women are in certain situations, like we need somebody to advocate for us. And I feel like black men should be doing that. Mm-hmm. because you just got to think what if it was your mother or your daughter or your sister like you need to speak up mm-hmm. because this lady she died she done had her kid now she having another baby and she's steady saying like well i'm bleeding this too much bluffing to me me to be losing and her husband not wanting to be confrontational didn't really say nothing to the doctors and she died but had he said something or been more aggressive with them and I don't mean aggressive in a way where he's putting his hands on people but like voicing his concerns more aggressively then it that could have saved her life yeah definitely yeah and I, it, it's, it's just unfortunate like even it is so much like we just deal with so much like we can't even be ourselves like if a black person is passionate about something and the way they express themselves can be deemed as overly aggressive like it's just it's messed up yeah for sure and we experience like discrimination in so many ways it's not even funny mm-hmm. so i really hope like i said i really hope that they do an in-depth investigation and just kind of look at the context clues <coughs> right because it makes no sense Mm-mm. like this them saying that that's a suicide to me it makes no sense yeah kind of like sandra bland that her committing suicide didn't make sense either so no it didn't we need an in-depth investigation as to what really happened to this girl mm-hmm. yeah because y'all i i just you hate to like say y'all be over there doing stuff like lumping people into a you know, into a certain category, but right, it's just like you know, just just as well as we need black men to take up for us, I think we need those people that are our allies as well. To yes, be to speak to up. up for us. Mm-hmm. We yeah. definitely do. Because mm-hmm. if you want to consider yourself my friend or anything, you should be taking up for me the same way I would take up for you. Exactly. Do you watch um what is that show called with the 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 black boy that's a football player? Oh, All American. Yeah, All American. Do you watch that? Mm-mm. I feel bad too because I've been trying. I'm like I keep saying I'm gonna watch it and I never watch. I only watch like the first couple of episodes. I watched some episodes of it, so I got a gist of what the show was about, but I haven't really watched it. Okay, so I can't really break it down like how I want because you ain't seen it. But mm-hmm. um, there is a part in the episode where um, he gets shot. And when he's in, like, he's literally like going to bleed out, I'm assuming. And mm-hmm. so when he gets to the hospital, the black nurse is like, hey, we need a um, a blood transfusion. Let me get some O negative, whatever, whatever. The other nurse, I want to say she Middle Eastern descent or whatever. She's like, no, we need to do X, Y, Z before we can do the blood transfusion. And she's like, well, we basically saying like, it's not a 
I guess a lot of blood laying around that we can just give to him. And she's like, well, this is the only way that we'll be able to save him right now. Right. Like it's the emergency situation. He dying. Right. And so, um, the doctor was saying something like basically going with the second nurse and she was like, the black nurse was like, you know, we can save this person X, Y, Z, the level of care that we would give to somebody else. We need to be given to this patient, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And the doctor was like, okay, do the blood transfusion, whatever, whatever. But it's just like the, I guess the other nurse was saying like, this ain't nothing but gang activity, blah, blah, blah. It's just another black person being killed. And she was like, you know, come to find out this is a smart kid, not involved in no gang activity, goes to a a nice, a good school, you know, has Mm -hmm. the opportunity to go to college on a football scholarship, like just doing something with himself. And you almost, you almost killed this kid because you didn't want to, you didn't want to help him. Right. Because you had your own prejudice about him. You already prejudged this person. And that shouldn't even matter when saving a life. Your job is to save their life. So just do your job. Exactly. So like, if you not black and you, and I, I guess you probably hear black people talk about how, you know, it's systemic racism or whatever, but these are things like, even though this is on TV, these are things that, that really happen in real life. Yes. It's real. They, they didn't just pull this out of thin air. Like this stuff that's really happening to people, mm-hmm. to us, the black people, the black people. So, you know, is so if you are a friend to black people, you are an ally and you see some injustices happening, you know, step in. Yeah. And speak up, say something. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully it gets better. I mean, it seemed like people want to step up and say something, but you never know. Yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely think like we are moving in a better direction, but also I think that there are a lot of white people who now feel like it's okay to to be vocal about their their prejudices or their biases or whatever that you know whatever they feel negatively towards people that are not white you know people of color and um i'm not saying why do you think that is well we we all i think Someone in this world has made it okay or cool to be like, we just gonna say number 45 mm-hmm. has has made it cool to to outwardly speak about his feelings on certain topics. And now I think others are feeling it's okay to be that way as well. And mm-hmm. so it goes back to it's coming from the top down. Yeah, that's 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 definitely what it is. Um it's just bad. Yeah. And bad. I definitely feel that as the leader of the free world, it's not your place to pick sides. It's your place to say what it, to be mutual, you know? Mm-hmm. To be neutral and not, just not. And why, why are you spreading this negativity? Like, it, it's just crazy to me. Like, something so simple as not if you even if you feel this way just don't say it because if you don't say it you're not giving a voice to another person who feel the same way 
mm-hmm. and it works it works in a positive sense and in a negative sense like yeah. of course you want to you want more positivity then you need to speak it but people are speaking the negative like that that guy he's speaking a negative like and it's giving people the voice to say, well, yeah, I feel the same way. I do like the way black people are starting to stand up to themselves, especially with these Karens and everybody else who want to um, think they're about to call us the N-word and we're going to be cool. Like, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen over here. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't going gonna, to gonna catch something that you don't want. So. Yeah. I I definitely, now what I can say is I can appreciate the mindset that we have now as a Black people being Mm -hmm. vocal about not being mistreated. Right. You know, and so um, in that aspect, like, yeah, say what you want, but pick the right person Mm because you're going to get your ass handed to you. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's definitely what's going to happen. Basically. And I'm me, I'm the type of person I'm not recording a thing. Like, well, I don't have to record it. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I'm not recording, lady. You're gonna feel what I need you to feel. <laughs> <laughs> so don't run I hope y'all don't run into Tierra. <laughs> I really, I really hope they don't. But no, like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I'm glad that people standing up for, for themselves, especially us. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely, because I feel like for so long, we've had to be silent out of fear. Yeah, and just let, once we let go of that fear, and it's not saying that we need to be, like, uh, so aggressive, but yeah, like, we got to let you know, like, you're not about to do that over here. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think it needs to be understood that, you know, as black people, we have the option to be middle class or better these days. Like we ain't po no more. Right. You know, y'all could bully us before because we didn't have nothing and didn't know nothing, but that's the same now. Mm -hmm. That's not the, um, that's not the case. And you know, I feel like a little bit, we have social media to thank for that yep we definitely have social media to thank for that because through social media we able to do more yep we We able able to to access more we able to just do more Mm -hmm. yep so um yeah and then the last thing that i want to bring up about you know the social injustices that we face i haven't brought it up in a while but you know, really talk about how it is the end of, no, it's August now. Like, it is August 2nd, and them people, them police officers still have not been brought to justice for Breonna Taylor. Yeah, and this is, sometimes I feel like it's unfair for Breonna Taylor to be to her life for her life to be summed up in like a hashtag but it's like what why it's just like you know what we have we doing stuff like people are protesting mm-hmm. people are you know talking about this I feel like the more we talk about it like you know it, it's it's a catch-22 it's like it's frustrating that we even have to do all this 
mm-hmm. but it's it's helping every little bit counts. Yep. And I feel like whoever it is, that man that's supposed to be getting these locking these police up, what is his problem? Like I'm not understanding what your problem is that you don't want to bring this bring these men in and arrest them because it's they blatantly murdered this girl. Yeah. And ain't he black? Yeah. He black on the outside, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think he just black on the outside. But like, come on, man. It don't matter. Like, I just feel like if this was somebody else, a a a different type of girl, mm-hmm. it would have been an open and shut. They would have been locked up. Yep. You know, and I, I think I had even um brought that up. You know, like I definitely feel like the things that are, and I'm gonna bring R. Kelly into this equation, um, just because I feel like, you know, he was doing the things that he was doing to black girls. But I'm like, if there was a white girl thrown in the mix, the it wouldn't have been no discussion. I think he did, he had a Hispanic girl too. Yeah. But like you said, if a white girl would have got thrown in the mix, he would have been in jail long, way back when uh, the whole Aaliyah situation happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I mm-hmm. think, you know, I definitely think it's one of those situations where people just don't care enough about black people. And mm-hmm. this man that's taking his time with uh, arresting these police officers or whatever, I don't know who paying you, but... Somebody paying him. Exactly. Somebody paying him and he need to get his ass up out the clouds and do something. Or they need to hurry up. When it's time to vote, they need to get this man up out of the office. Yep. You know, one thing they should definitely be doing while y'all, while we are demanding justice for Breonna Taylor, also when it's time to vote, get him, vote him up out of there. Yep. And that's isn't isn't that a position that you can vote for, right? Yep. That's what I believe. So vote him up out of there. He's not doing what we need to be done. Vote his ass up out of there. And people say, you know, it don't, um, what they say, they say like, um, shit. When they say, um, you know, voting don't count or whatever. Voting counts. It may seem like it don't count when you voting for the president, but when your local, um, official. Local, local officials are getting voted into those are the votes that's gonna count and those are the votes that count and make way for those president presidential votes to count because mm-hmm. these are the people that are directly affecting your everyday life. Let me tell you, I hate to hear people who adamantly talk about how they not vote and complain about systemic issues. Like if you didn't vote, you can shut up because your voice yeah. don't matter because you did not vote vote, your voice really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. like that that bothers me i hate when people say like your vote don't count well not voting really don't count so exactly you, you don't know for a fact that your vote don't count but if you don't vote you know for a fact that it don't count and what how what harm is it doing you to go out and vote that's not hurting you you're not gonna die from voting exactly like, it's all right because all these trump supporters and i'm talking about the hick trump supporters that that are dumb as they want to be i'm talking about they dumb <laughs> i watch um, on the Daily Show interview them mm. and these people are flat out dumb they will outvote us because they are going to the polls and we not yes. because it's so many people it, it's just unfortunate like 
why would you sit up here and say that your vote don't count? It count. Them Trump supporters, man, they voting every chance they get for every yeah. single official they vote. And that's that is how he got in office because people they they went out there and they voted. So and they want like like we want them to defund the police. We gotta vote. We have yeah. to vote. Like yeah. that's something that we have to vote. You have to vote for whoever, whoever you think is gonna help us get this stuff done. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it don't matter who you vote for, at least you went out there and did your part. Yep. Cause not doing nothing is the worst. Like that's just like you 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 didn't even try. You guaranteed to fail because you didn't even try. Yep. So definitely come November, y'all need to get out there and vote. Um, Cause that's the only way we going to get the justice that we seek is if we get the people in these, in these positions of power that really care. Exactly. So I think that is going to wrap it up for this week's hot cup of cocoa. Um, Tierra, do you have like any final words that you want to say before we get up out of here? Um, I mean, I don't really have anything final. You know, y'all can go follow me. <laughs> go follow your girl on Instagram at Tierra Judah, Tierra underscore Judah. And um, you know, hit me up if you need your hair braided or anything. Oh, what's your um oh yeah, Tierra Judith is your uh hair page, right? Yeah. Well, that's my my hair page, I'm not really using it that much. I just cause I made it, but I'm like, I really want to just merge everything into one. So I'll be putting it back into one page. Everything into one page. Well, y'all go follow Tierra Judith at Tierra underscore Judith. And I'll be sure to add her handle into the show description. You know, my final words for you guys is to get out there, vote. You know, you are an ally to black people. You know, I can't say enough, but you know, really pay attention to the things that are going on. And if you see something that's wrong, you know, speak up. Speak Um, up about it. Speak up because at the end of the day, like, some as you can see, sometimes Black people just are not listened to. And if maybe it it comes from someone else, it'll it'll get hurt. So, you know, be if you're an ally, be an ally. You know, don't be a fair-weather ally. Right. Uh, sometimes you want to help sometimes you don't like no right is right and wrong is wrong, wrong, and is wrong. You say something and y'all know when the wrong is wrong you all know when it's wrong so just speak up say something be be our support system because we need it exactly so um you know i just you know i launched my t-shirt line i'm black 25 8 just basically saying like we black more than seven days a week and we take pride in that. So go ahead, hit the website, keycanwithcocopodcast.com, get your shirt. And, you know, if you got any Ask Coco questions, you know, send them to me. You can DM me or send it to my email at keycanwithcocopod at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah, at gmail.com. Um, and I will respond. I will give your response on air and whoever is a guest on the show that day will provide you a response as well. So, you know, as always, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and next time. Bye.